We're back with BetMGM Tonight, presented by BetMGM. Live from BetQL. Welcome back into BetMGM Tonight. Mark Drummeller and Kate Constable here, hanging out with you all night. We're sweating out the bets. We're talking some NFL. Going to get into some college football next segment. Carter Freeman. From 105.3, the fan in Dallas and the BetQL network is going to join us next segment to talk a little college football because we've got some big news uh, with Colorado possibly moving out of the Big 12. He'll tell us a little bit more about that um, in just a little while. But Mark, we're moving through the divisions here in the NFL. We've touched on a number of players that have had big storylines this far over the last couple of weeks, but now kind of diving into bets we would actually make within these divisions, uh, I guess, if you find any value in them. That's what we're here to find out. Starting in the AFC East with the Bills, Jets, Dolphins, and Patriots pulling those odds up right now. Uh, The Bills are the favorites, plus 130, followed by the Jets, not too far behind, plus 250. Then you have the Dolphins, plus 275. And the Patriots sitting at the bottom of the AFC East, somewhere Bill Belichick is not too used to being in his career. They are plus 750 to win the East. I'm not putting any money on the Patriots. I don't really want to put any money on the Bills, to be honest. I don't know what's going on there in Buffalo. They seem to disappoint every season. I like the Dolphins quite a bit, and the Jets intrigue me. That's not too confident in terms of putting money on the Jets, so I have not yet. I think the Dolphins is the way you have to go in this division. Tell me I'm wrong. I think so. I mean, I I really like the Dolphins, and it it could be a situation, you know, we touched on this a little bit earlier, where, like, hey, if things don't work out for the Dolphins as far as the health of the quarterback, that then – you know, mid-season is a perfect time to pivot to the Jets because they're going to be a second-half team. They're going to be a team that gets more comfortable as the season goes on. You know, we saw how different that offense was in Green Bay. Once Aaron Rodgers just made the decision of, hey, you know what, I'm going to throw out to Christian Watson and we're, he's going to, I'm going to make him, you know, come down with it and we're going to go from there. Once he developed that trust, it really changed everything. So I do think there's going to be a point in the season where the offense just clicks for Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. I don't think it's going to be early. Um, And I think that's how better should approach it. Take the plus 290 with the Dolphins now. And then reevaluate as the season goes on. After we get through that first six, seven weeks, then maybe, you know, you jump on the Jets. Jets might be plus 400, plus 450 at that time to win the division. But I don't think, you know, there's just something that's not right about Buffalo and New England. I mean, I... I feel like they did all the right things as far as, like, they went out and got Bill O'Brien. They nixed, you know, the horrible Judge Patricia experiment. But I, I don't know. I mean, how do you – the division is so tough. I can't see them making any kind of traction here. Yeah, I'm not sure I do either. And you're right that if you – you'll get a better number if you wait on New York. Buffalo, to me, uh, the reason I don't want to bet on them – I mean, we touched a little earlier with the Stefan Diggs stuff. It sounds like – I don't know if he's unhappy, but there's some issues going on. He expressed frustration of things not really clicking in Minnesota and not really, you know, being much better in Buffalo. And a lot of that was in the red zone, that they just couldn't convert, that he said they were never on the same page when they got in the red zone. That's not a great place to be. I mean, when you're in the red zone, you're supposed to be scoring. Like, it doesn't get much easier than, well, I mean, 
subjectively. But the red zone, like, you're so close. Punch it into the end zone, right? So the, some of the top things that the Bills worked on, uh, according to the Bills organization and their website, is uh, focus on offense and in the red zone during that time. So if they can turn that around and, you know, score a little bit more, convert in that area, maybe get Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen to be on the same page in that aspect, then I could see them having more success. Their win total still at 10 and a half. That's pretty high. I don't know if I would go over that, especially because they are going to have a target on their back being atop of the division to start the season. Yeah, I mean, I guess there's a narrow window where they could win 11 games and not win the division and get in as a wild card. But do you really want to bet into that type of a narrow window? And, you know, you talked about the red zone struggles. You know, they, they tried to address it. I, I can understand it because you look at, the you know, their weapons, and it's really Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, Gabe Davis, right? You know, Isaiah McKenzie – really a vertical threat to stretch the field that doesn't help you much in the red zone um you know he has moved on um they drafted Dalton Kincaid I think to kind of help with that right so they have Dawson they have Knox they have Kincaid now they have you know some flexibility in what they can do with that slot tight end position when they get into the red zone allow them to be more creative but I think this all stems from it's a Bills team that doesn't have a strong enough running game Josh Allen really needs to shoulder some of the rushing load. And I think as Allen gets further into his career, you're going to want him doing less and less of that. Like anytime a quarterback is taking hits and running like that, it's always, you know, you're always increasing the risk that he's going to get injured. And we saw him get injured last year. It was throwing the football, but you know, they need him to be healthy or, or they had no shot. And part of that not having a, a super strong run game is that then Allen's asked to do even more, and that turns into more turnovers because how many times did he turn the ball over last year? A 13 fumbles lost, 14 interceptions in 2022 for the Bills, the second highest turnover percentage in the NFL. I mean, again, I'm looking on the Bills' website of, you know, keys to things to watch in training camp. One of them is... Allen wants to eliminate turnovers and keep drives alive. Well, like, really? That's a good idea. Do we have to say that? <laughs> I mean, I guess we do with how many turnovers are holding too, on right? the ball. But, like, that has to be obvious. That has to be something that every team is working on right now. Yeah, and I think there's a, you know, a. a point in a quarterback's career especially when they're a running quarterback that can make plays off platform like Josh Allen can like Patrick Mahomes can like all the great quarterbacks can to where they have to find that balance of when to give up on plays you know when extending plays and trying to make you know these highlights are you know really kind of increase the risk of turning the ball over and is it worth it you know it, those decisions are kind of come with the quarterback as they get more experience in the league. And I think you're seeing Josh Allen kind of struggle with that balance, you know, and you know what that looks like this year, we'll find out if it makes them more timid, you know, how does that impact the bills offense? So I think there's just a lot of questions, but I think a lot of it could be solved with a strong running game. I'm surprised that, you know, in the draft, they didn't try to address it more in free agency. They didn't try to address it more. It just seemed like they were like, Hey, Let's get Dalton Kincaid, who was a tremendous tight end at, at Utah, and we'll get another red zone weapon. But they're going to have to run the football if they're going to want to have success. Yeah, I don't think it's as easy as bringing in Dalton Kincaid and, and turning all that around. Because um, tight end is not like an easy position to transition to the NFL, too. We saw, you know, Kyle Pitts struggle. You know, Kincaid's kind of similar in that mold, right? He's a, you know, 
a tight end that can play, you know, split out wide and things like that. So I don't know. I, I think Buffalo will be pretty fascinating this year from that perspective. What's going to be the Patriots' biggest struggle this year? I mean, a new offensive coordinator in Bill O'Brien. He's obviously worked with Mac Jones before. Those two kind of have uh, a little relationship going on. So you'd imagine that Mac Jones can take another step this year. Uh, Patriots' defense always seems to be at the top of the league, or if not close. What's the biggest hurdle for the Patriots? Yeah, I think it's really figuring out how Bill Belichick should fit within the organization in the future, as crazy <laughs> as that sounds, right? Because I think Bill's an excellent coach, but I think the way he wants to play might be a little outdated. You know, like, like I think when you look at the Patriots – they don't have the explosive playmakers that you need to win in the NFL these days. You know, like if you're getting explosive plays, you're scoring points, you're increasing your chance to win. Like, you know, it's hard to do, you know, 12 play 75 yard drives every time you touch the football. And New England just isn't built like that. They don't have those types of playmakers. And on defense last year, like they looked really good against Zach Wilson, right? Really good against Zach Wilson, you know, and some of like the, the sub, you know, average quarterbacks in the league but they did not look great when they had to play some of the elite offenses in the league and that's on Belichick as well like he's if they're going to be if they're going to play offense that way the defense has to be much better they have to be able to stop these modern offenses and I almost wonder if like Belichick needs somebody in there to kind of help him build the roster build the personnel on this team so he can focus more on coaching uh quick side note Mark here on BetMGM tonight Atlanta is um had just had a double. <laughs> Harris hit a double with no outs, top of the uh, first. So we're starting to see some runs. Hopefully, get on the board here. Ronald Acuna Jr. is up at the plate trying to bring him in. Actually, he just got walked. So uh, two on, no outs, top of the six for the Braves. This is our chance. Here we go. Yeah, this seems like the worst bet I ever made in my life. This over ten. I don't know if it's going to get home. <laughs> I, we might need seventeen innings to get here. This one might extend, you know, all night. Hopefully, they play this on the two in the morning. If I'm going to get over ten here, but the Braves can help me out if they can just start piling on some runs and get over the five and a half. So we got to hope for that. Yeah, get a couple runs this inning. Chip away. Spencer Strider has six strikeouts right now. Through, not even through six, he'll pitch at the bottom of the six. I like where we're sitting there. Um, you need nine? Only thrown. What's that? I need, need nine. nine to hit the bat? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Only thrown a right, we're there. 63 pitch bar, so I think we'll see him for a little bit longer. Yeah, definitely. You're in good shape there. I like your bet like better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm still rooting for some runs for you. Um, Mark, back to the Patriots quick, just to put a bow on that. Seven and a half is their win total this year below above I have a hard time taking under seven and a half for a Bill Belichick coach team but if you're saying that that might be kind of the issue of what's going on in New England right now is figuring out how he fits into the future here like maybe you do look at the under as, as crazy as that sounds yeah everybody can't win you know oh. the NFL and you know the Homer, Bills. three run shot we got yes, a here we go. let's go let's go I love yep. it. Let's get some runs, Braves. Now that now the Pats are good. awake. But, uh, you know, I don't know if Bill <laughs> Belichick's offense is ever going to be awake enough to, to win some games this year. It's a tough division. So is there a scenario where they can get there? Sure. But I think they need 
you know, injuries to Rodgers and Tua. If they're going to really compete in this division, like that's really, you know, you never want to root for injuries, but that's really the path that I see them getting out of, you know, last place in this division. And I think they did some things better in the offseason. I think they're better with Bill O'Brien there. I think they might be better as a team, but I don't think it's going to show in the standings because these other teams got a lot better. They did get a lot better. Dolphins, I mean, we've, we've talked about them a bunch, but I think that they're going to be really good. My only concern with the Dolphins this year and not winning the division even, I'd go as far as saying not even winning the division, is just Tua's health. If he stays healthy, mm-hmm. I think that they win this division. If he doesn't, yeah, season's over, basically. Yep, that's, that's what the it comes down thing. to. So it, it could be 14 wins. It could be three wins. You have no you – know, it all depends on, on Tua's health, so – um, but, you know, listen, I, I, I'm not going to go in there with the assumption that he's not going to stay healthy, right? Like, I think that they know he needs to be healthy. I think, they're, you know, when they run their offensive scheme and packages, I think they're going to try and get him a little more protection. You always want to protect your quarterback, but they know they need him healthy as well. Yeah, how do you uh, – what's your approach to futures when injuries are so prevalent in the NFL and that's what's going to mm-hmm. kill any future is – Injuries. Otherwise, you have a pretty good shot of getting over or, you know, to where you want within a total or uh, winning the division, something like that. But it's an injury that's going to derail any future bet, regardless of if it yep. is a full team winning uh, a division or something or a player getting over their total. So it's do you kind of operate where you can't be scared of that and just have to go with what you think and assume they're going to be healthy all season? Yeah, I think it depends on the injury, right? Like, I think something like a concussion, it's like, you, you know, it's either going to happen, reoccur, it's not. It's kind of hard. It's not really predictive. But, like, if you have somebody coming off, like, like I'm much – I would probably give the coming back off the injury more weight to a guy like Brock Purdy because, you know, this is a guy who had, you know, a really serious elbow injury. You know, he's he's you coming in. There's a lot of pressure on him to start. Does he – you know, play, maybe he's not a hundred, maybe overcompensates, you know, like, like knee injuries, elbow injuries, I think are more to kind of, maybe I would like back off a little bit and be like, let's see how this goes first. But something like a concussion, it's just so, I don't want to say it's random, but it's, it's just so hard to predict like whether or not that's going to happen. But I definitely take it into account when looking at, you know, like a running back coming off an ACL or, you know, something of that nature. I think it's, more likely that they could start slower than expected. Well, like Brees Hall for the Jets. I would have loved mm-hmm. to bet on his overs this year, but coming back from an ACL injury, and he's already on the pup list. So do I have confidence that he's going to stay healthy this year? I don't know about right. that. Right, and, you know, do they ease him in? Like, how many carries yeah. does he get early in the game? And a lot of that depends on game script and what we see happening. So it's really tough to kind of, you know, finagle the best way that you want to go about it. Yeah, that's going to be an interesting one. I got to think on uh, Brees Hall. I hope he's healthy this year. He's fun to watch when he is. We only have a small sample size of him. But he is uh, very, very good and will make that Jets team even more.